On this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. It's so much better for us to let things go. A lot of times I'll build up something in my head that I've created conversations that never took place. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do that too. Take the yeah. ball and run with it. Yep. Yeah. Whereas if I can just let that go, that doesn't really matter. Oh, I'm going to be so much happier. And then I can start this relationship mm-hmm. in a much better place. listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And today we're going to talk about an epidemic. Yes, I said an epidemic. Loneliness. Mm. If you haven't experienced a season of loneliness, you're probably one of the only people I know who hasn't. I think we all go through seasons mm-hmm. of loneliness in our lives, but it seems to be at epidemic proportions, mm-hmm. especially right now. Yeah. KB, yeah. you got some statistics about it. Yeah, so actually in May of this year, May mm-hmm. well, May of 2023, mm-hmm. last year, um, the uh, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services released information on a study that they had done, and the study was actually called The Epidemic of Loneliness. Mm. And it was all about how us as a nation have, um, that, that we're lonely, mm. that we are mm. experiencing uh, loneliness, like loneliness, like we have never experienced before. Mm. Um, the uh, Surgeon General, whose name is Vivek Murthy, went on this cross-country tour of uh, the United States and just talked to people. It was a listening tour, so mm. he wanted to find out from folks what what's going on, where are you at, what's what are you thinking, and this was all pre twenty twenty. So pre-shutdown, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. pre-COVID, yeah. uh, pre-all of that loneliness and isolation, this was before that. Okay. And he said that every everywhere he went, every corner of America, every socioeconomic group he talked to, every racial group he talked to, every, didn't matter whether you're, you were living in an urban community or a rural mm. community or the South or the North or the East or the West, Everybody said to him, I am lonely. And Mm. specifically a couple of quotes, he said, people told me that they feel isolated, Mm. invisible Mm. and insignificant. That if people said, quote, things like I have to shoulder all of life's burdens all by myself. Mm. And if I disappeared tomorrow, no one would even notice. And he said he heard that over and over Mm. and over again, so much so that they actually did this study and called it the epidemic of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, they also said that it is uh, contributing significantly to our health, that the um, this epidemic, the scientific piece of that, mm-hmm. is that um, social isolation, social disconnectedness is worse for us physically than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. What? 15 cigarettes a day. Oh my god. It's goodness. also worse for us physically than obesity. Mm. And it was like, you, I mean, for years we've heard, don't uh-huh. smoke, that'll kill uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. You know, don't, don't be overweight, be overweight. Yeah, yeah. that'll kill you sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody has ever said, di- don't disconnect yourself from other people socially because that'll kill you. That this, wow. it is more likely, to, isolation is more likely to kill you than smoking 15 cigarettes a day and worse than obesity. I'm wondering if that is because of the rise of social media where people are Mm. pseudo connected, but not Mm. really connected. Everybody's putting their best foot forward, but nobody really knows anybody to a certain Mm. depth. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's part of it for sure. I think yeah. it's also just in general, these phones, you know, we text people now instead yeah. of Talk to talking them. to them mm-hmm. on the phone. Yeah, um, I will text we, my kid in my own house. I'm ashamed sure. to say that. Right. Sometimes we live very transient lives. Yeah. yeah. And so the communities we grew up in are not the communities that we mm-hmm. live in now. Yeah. Our, um, our community that we had 10 years ago looks different than the community we have today. And so... Uh, we're not as invested deeply mm. in people's lives as we used to be. You know, it's interesting you should mention that because my parents' generation, they kept the same friend group for 50, 60 years. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen, you know, I, obviously I didn't have a front row seat for anybody else's journey other than theirs, but I, I just like have been amazed at the friendships that they have had mm-hmm. over 60 years. They all raised kids together. Yep. Mm-hmm. They all went through the things together. They all sent kids off to college. To, I mean, you know, yeah. it was all of the milestones um, yeah. they kind of went through together. And that kind of community is just not... Yep. And I wonder what's at the heart of it. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it, too, is our habits. Like, I know for me, I have a lot of my friend groups have rotated around one of two things, either around where I work okay. or where I go to church. Yeah. And those are kind of my two friend groups. Well, yeah, we now have, you know, church hopping that we have a tendency mm-hmm. to do. The mm-hmm. church the mm-hmm. church I went to 15 years ago is different than the church I go to now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The church I was going to 15 years before that was different than the church I'm going to mm-hmm. now. Um, and yeah. the same thing with jobs. You know, I the job I was work I worked at a different place 6 years ago. I didn't right. even know you girls right. and uh, now I would consider you some of my best friends in the world. Mm, absolutely. And, um it's it's because we we just we hop from one thing to the next yeah. as opposed to really mm. digging in. Yeah. And we we commit to a church through mm. thick and thin. Our, mm. I mean, our, our parents committed to churches through thick and yeah. thin. Yeah. And to communities, really. To, yeah. To jobs, to right. yeah. do life together with people. And we have different habits and it's to our detriment, really. Yeah. I think part of the mindset is do more. Mm-hmm. connect less mm-hmm. and i think that plays out in our lives our social lives our relationships everything mm-hmm. do more do mm-hmm. more get more done yeah but you're not going to connect with people the same way you mm-hmm. shared something with me um from your trip to africa mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. one of the things that you that you heard to tell yeah. that mm-hmm. story again yeah. yeah i was really amazed because we went to africa with compassion international and We went to some of the poorest areas that I have ever seen, Mm -hmm. some of the poorest areas I'm sure in the world. Mm -hmm. And we were going through dirt paths into these little um, communities where different mud huts were all connected together. Mm -hmm. And there was maybe like a a fire pit Mm -hmm. where they all kind of came together and cooked their food. And as we were there seeing the way they live, trying to encourage them and love on them, Mm There was something I noticed that they had that we didn't, and it was a community. Mm-hmm. It was a sense of community. And as I started to kind of look around and talk to people, um, this family would go over to this family's house if they mm. didn't have enough food. Mm-hmm. This child would be helped by this family mm. if they were sick. These kids would go uh, walk through together to do their um, the chores that they had. They were always together, always looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. And they have a sense of community that we have completely lost because of our technology, yeah. because of the way mm-hmm. our lifestyles are. And as a result of that, I was talking with one of our guides. They have 
little to no suicide. Mm. Um, if someone is hurting, the elders in the community will go to their house. Mm. The other people in that live nearby will come and talk to them. They don't have crime mm. the same way that we have. They share everything mm-hmm. and they don't have domestic violence. Mm. If there is some kind of a relationship issue where um, someone is being abused, the people in the community will come and they will address that issue. Mm. Wow. So what we're seeing is so many of the things that our community, um, our our environment and our culture struggles with, they don't struggle with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's just beautiful. I mean, that, that to me is my dream. To yeah. live in community like that. You shared that on your hot seat. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I would love true. to Kelly live. Brandon commune. Right, my little commune. Yeah. <laughs> because you you right. love that feeling of connection. I got you. Yes. Yeah, We're going to see each other tonight right. at dinner. And, yeah, or, yeah. you know, let me yep. help you. You help me. Yep. And that doing life together. Doing life. Peace. You know, I, I know that I deal. I myself struggle with a lot of loneliness Mm -hmm. a lot of that's because i live with two boys and two introverted boys Mm -hmm. who are um, perfectly happy with not having conversations with people they just they are happy with that and i am not that Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. i really like people i want activity i'm an extrovert i want to have conversations with people and so i really struggle with that um, sense of loneliness Mm -hmm. even though i oftentimes feel like I have community around me sometimes anyway I just struggle with that and so the idea of living around a fire pit mm-hmm. a living yeah. um, with you know life sharing with other everything. people sharing everything yeah um, yeah is just beautiful to me it's absolutely beautiful some of the loneliest time I ever spent was in New York City mm-hmm. oh, I bet. lived there crowded so much you had to like turn your shoulders to pass people and never felt lonelier Mm -hmm. because you can be surrounded by people with no connection and just be so incredibly lonely and i have two boys and husband and two Mm -hmm. of the three are introverted and the third is always out doing something so i know (laughs) what you mean i know what you mean i've had times when i have cried to one of my sons please talk to me about what's going on literally tears down my face and he's like i do talk to you like when he said in the car i said you said you liked my english or whatever right. uh, it was like no substantive conversation right. Right. Yep. he felt like he was sharing with me but i felt no satisfaction from mm-hmm. that right. interaction mm-hmm. and i think that is kind of some of where we are mm-hmm. raising kids and they're starting to launch mm-hmm. but yet we don't feel the connections that we used to yeah and I think it's important that you mentioned, too, that you were in the middle of a ton of people and felt the loneliest you've ever yeah. felt. I think that has made its way into church as well, because you mm-hmm. can sit on a pew that is crowded with no space mm-hmm. for anybody else and feel mm-hmm. so lonely. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we do that to ourselves. We tend to think that our life and struggle, mm-hmm. the things that we're going through, um, and we see somebody else and we think they have the perfect life and the perfect home and the perfect kids and the perfect outfit and the perfect house and the per- all the perfect things mm-hmm. um, when that's not really reality. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we we, we yeah. all have fallen for the lie that Instagram mm-hmm. reels are how people really live. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. And um, but we believe that lie yeah. and we let it isolate us mm-hmm. even more. Because, you know, we've, uh, the three of us, I mean, since we've been doing Girl Talk and Girl Talk events, and we get out and we hear from you, we get your emails, and you you tell us that very thing, like, I am lonely. Mm-hmm. 
Like I have no free. The one of the reasons I think this podcast has seen success is because people don't have conversations like this with their mm-hmm. girlfriends. Mm-hmm. We've even heard that from people. Um, and, and so I, I, I want to get at the heart of what, um, you know, we've talked about all loneliness in these communities, but I want to talk about um, what what got us there and how we get out. Yeah. Um, because I think it's 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 not enough for us to just say there is a problem. We all know there's a problem, but how do we turn the corner and how do we start taking steps towards people? Yeah. I have an idea. What I think, at least for myself, is when I feel the most lonely, it's because my relationships have been superficial. Mm that I haven't shared or I haven't inquired of someone else to share what's really going on. Right. And you could talk about the weather all day long and still feel lonely Mm -hmm. and like you haven't made that connection with someone. So for me, it's identifying the superficial pieces. And then if this is a relationship that I want to foster to dig deeper. Yeah. I had that very thing happen at church a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw a woman, I went over to her and was congratulating her on something that big that had happened in her life. And um, I looked at her and I said, how are you? And she goes, I'm I'm, I'm good. And I said, oh, mm -mm, nope, (laughs) nope. We're going to go deeper with Uh that. What is it? What's going on? How, how are you really? Uh And um, she said, I'm lonely. Mm -hmm. I have put up walls. I have, I have intentionally put up walls and didn't realize I was doing that really. Mm -hmm. Um, I put up walls and now I have lost my community because I, um, I don't, because I put up those walls. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I, I will be your community. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it starts with that. So yeah. Part of it starts with us going, all right, your your answer of good, your answer of fine mm-hmm. is not enough. And I'm going to go deeper with you to say, hey, how are you yeah. really? Because here's, yeah. here's yeah. something that, that strikes me when you tell that story. I think the goal is not to get hurt. Sure. And Maybe. that mm-hmm. leads us to isolate. Like, mm-hmm. like, can I just look you in the eye right now and say, if you are breathing air, you're mm. going to hurt somebody and not mean to, and somebody's yep. going to hurt you and not mean to. Relationships are messy. Yes. And I'm not I'm not negating that, but I'm saying that the protective walls that we put around ourselves to keep us safe are the very walls that are keeping us lonely. Right. Because relationship is me- like, I right. mean, talk to these other two girls. Knowing me is a mess. It's a hot mess. And it's, it's there are days that are really good, and then there are days that are really, really bad. You know, and they're willing to. But you're still loved, right? And yeah. they're will, and and I mean, let's just go a little bit deeper. We've all, we've had disagreements in this room. Mm-hmm. We've had times of great um, tension in this room when we have talked about things and and feelings got hurt, and and we've had to repent mm-hmm. to each other. I mean, that's all part of it. But here's the thing. On the other side of it, there's a deeper relationship mm-hmm. and connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think we as women say, you know, I don't want to get hurt. I was I was hurt one time by the church. I was hurt one time, and I'm just never going to go back to the church. I'm just, All those things, okay, I get that, and I don't want you to get hurt either. But relationships are messy, and when you build walls to protect you're also building walls that isolate. Yes. And you're not opening up yourself for God to use you in anybody else's life because they can't get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just get ugh, yeah. so frustrated mainly with myself because when I say I'm lonely, what have I done to prevent others from getting in? Yeah. yeah. And I think what you mm-hmm. said is really important that you are going to get hurt yeah. and you are going to hurt somebody mm-hmm. else. 
And you may not do that on purpose. Yeah. You may not do hurt somebody on purpose, but it is going to happen. Right. That is the downside of relationships. But oh, the upside is so good. It's so worth all the downsides that you might have. I've got to throw this in there. Okay. Say because it. I think this happens in the Christian community, especially, or in Christian communities I've been a part of. So when conflict arises, we don't deal with it. We leave. And so here's what Mm -hmm. happens. You get your feelings hurt over something, so you decide you're going to leave. You take that hurt to the next place, the next church, and you operate from that hurt. So nothing gets solved. Nothing gets worked through. Jesus never called us to not deal with conflict. Yeah, and here's the thing about conflict, too. There's two sides to every conflict, at least two sides. And usually... It's a misunderstanding mm-hmm. at the heart of it mm-hmm. anyway, that mm-hmm. there's, yeah, you, especially mm-hmm. if you continue to suppress it and you don't deal with it, if you never have the conversation, then it, it gets, it gets even more manipulated in your mind bigger. and it gets bi- bigger and bigger so and bigger. bigger. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's not yeah. something, I mean, if you have kids, that's not something you want to model for your kids because what happens when they, you know, have a disagreement at t-ball practice do they quit and leave the team no you no. won't let them quit but what right. have you done right right yeah. i'm sorry yeah well no i think it, i think you're getting right at the heart of it that we have to get better or i have to get better at forgiving yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah and letting sure. things go there's a great book called unoffendable and it's oh, like oh yeah brand hansen yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 so so much better for us to let things go or address them if they're needing to be addressed but Mm -hmm. a lot of times i'll build up something in my head that i've created conversations that never took place oh yeah Yeah. i do that too take the ball and run with it whereas if i can just let that go that doesn't really matter oh i'm going to be so much happier and then i can start this relationship Mm -hmm. in a much better place yeah or really be able to advocate for your own needs Mm -hmm. too to be able to say to somebody you hurt my feelings yeah i you said this thing yes. and it hurt my feelings or you did this thing and I felt I felt like you didn't care about me mm-hmm. or you yeah. this thing happened and this is how I felt um, being able to express that to somebody is really difficult but it is so important and it is the baseline of having community mm-hmm. and having community is how we get out of this epidemic of loneliness mm-hmm. and wouldn't you agree that not everything has to be addressed do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. That's, all, yes. that's what I mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you're exactly right. When something yep. has to be addressed, mm-hmm. deep breath mm-hmm. and address it. Yeah. But then for me, there are certain things that I just have to go. Yep. That, that doesn't matter. Worth it. Right. And a yeah. little something extra. When you have to address that, mm-hmm. be willing to hear what they intended to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Instead okay. of because you yeah. are, um, you're hearing through your own filters Mm-hmm. And so what you're hearing may not always be what they were saying. Right. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of times we want to go and say, oh, you know, you hurt my feelings and you said this, but we're not willing to hear, well, what I meant by that was, mm-hmm. yeah, I love you and I want to care for you and all the things. So, all the things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we're unwilling to hear that other part of it, or at least mm-hmm. I have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a struggle for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how do we... Um, move forward how do we take this loneliness epidemic and begin to take steps forward to connect with people in a real meaningful way well i think one thing that you said and you were talking about too is that identify 
what are the walls I'm putting up? Mm. What are the blockades that I'm putting up? Mm -hmm. Because we have to start with me first. So can't change anybody else, but I can identify when I've been putting up walls, yeah. when mm-hmm. I've been scooting out of church before talking to anyone, right, right. when I've been avoiding what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Identifying those walls that we're putting up, I think, is mm-hmm. absolutely first. And making the commitment not to just keep shoving our emotions down. Mm. You know, because some yeah. of it you can go, oh, okay, I'm I'm lonely. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna forget about that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but actually doing something about it because a it yeah. will come out at some point. Sure, maybe mm-hmm. your kids or you'll kick the cat or you know. Well, and it also is the baseline of the depression and the anxiety yep. that leads to horrific things like the suicide culture that yeah. we have. Um, this in- increased amount of suicide that we have right now, it's yeah. it, it can it's really unhealthy to not address um, mm-hmm. your social isolation on the on the front end of it and mm-hmm. just let it fester and mm-hmm. just push it down. You've got to you've got to solve it. And I will say this. Be honest. When somebody asks you how you're doing. Yeah. Like we've all had those people like will say, how you doing? Well, I'm good. But then there are those people who really love and care about you. And when you're not honest with them, then you're that's a wall you're putting mm-hmm. up. And so I would challenge you to be honest. If you're having a hard day, say so. I know that in this room, we've we've kind of it wasn't like a spoken rule, but unspoken. We've been saying, hey, I think we need to address this or, hey, mm-hmm. I'm having a tough day today. I need some help on this or mm-hmm. I think we need to talk about this. And and that has deepened our relationship with one another, mm-hmm. but it was not easy. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, like have tried to commit myself to being more honest with other people who I know love and care about me. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know my thing is if I don't look in the eye, we're in trouble. Like when I when we gather around these microphones and I'm looking at everything but you, you mm-hmm. guys know that's my mm-hmm. signal. That's my thing. Oh, yeah. And so you, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're that's not a signal looking. for us to turn off the microphones. That's really exactly right. Is. And get you right before <laughs> we turn the microphones back on. Yeah. Get but our relationship right. Right, yeah. right. And, and and usually it's not something with us. It's something with me, yeah. um, something that's bothering me, something that's going on with me. And you can see those things. Um, I think all of us could say that at one time or another. You see something and you're like, that's not exactly right. Mm-hmm. You're kind of Something's off. Right. Yeah. And, and we have to be committed to honesty in those relationships. So I would yeah, say yeah. that's an honest way that you can take a step forward towards somebody. Um, right. To, and be a safe place for that person to be honest with sure. you. That yeah. really takes, yeah. that's an important step because uh, you you want somebody to be able to share with you what really is on their heart. Mm-hmm. And so first you have to be that safe receiving place um, that can love and care for them when they're going through something. And when you say be that safe place, what mm-hmm. do you mean by that? Well, because I think we say that a lot, but we don't often define it. So yeah. define what you mean that's by safe place. Yeah, that's great. One of the things is that you're not going to go and then gossip about somebody's Drives me issue crazy. that they're having. Yeah, Carol came to me and, you know, she's doing this and that and this. And or pray for yes. Carol because of this. Because, yeah, mm. you just might want to remember her. Yes. I have this, un- yeah. uh, actually, it's a spoken rule. I do it every at the beginning of our life group semester because mm. I do lead life group at my church. And I say, you won't see me mad very often, but if you want to see me mad, then you take something that's been shared in this room 
and you say it to somebody outside this room because what happens in here stays in here. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see me mad, then you do that. And, you know, we've not had one instance where we've That's had fantastic. to address that. Yeah. And I think it I, I think it is due in part to they really know I'm serious mm-hmm. about that. I'm so committed to to them and them having that safe space mm-hmm. um, that I'm willing to say I will blister you if you yep. do that. And, and dishonor somebody's honesty and vulnerability mm-hmm. inside that room. So, yeah, I love I th- that you said that. Mm-hmm. I think another way to make it a safe place is that you genuinely, authentically care about the other person talking yeah. to you. So you're not just looking past them mm-hmm. to go see somebody else that, right. you know, because you want to, you are looking for the next best mm-hmm. thing instead yeah. of the person in front of you. But you turn your feet towards them. <laughs> you look them in the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. You stop. You let the world that's spinning around you yeah. stop stop spinning right. and you actually give somebody the time and attention that they need in order to really truly share with you mm-hmm. what's going on in their hearts and mind mm-hmm. um, in their heart and mind. Yeah. And sometimes that takes prayer because if you're in the middle of something and you don't have <clears throat> time to do that, but yet mm-hmm. God's calling you to do it, just pray. Yeah. I've had to do that. God, you had to do it yesterday, I think, because I was I was sharing with you. And I was no. like, I just verbally threw up on her. She did not ask for all of that. No, 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 no. I, I don't. That was not. No, that was not what I was thinking about. I was thinking about being caught in the hallway and someone yeah. struggling with something, and yeah. I've got to go. I've got X, yeah. Y, Z, right. and my my first thought is get out of this. But <laughs> my second thought is. God, you've called me here, turn the feet and just pray and say, God, you know what I've got to do and you know how much time I've got to do it. So I'm just going to lean on you to get it done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So those are two ways to be a safe place. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it to yourself. Right. And really, truly give somebody that eye contact and that uh, be present with them while they're wanting, while they're sharing with you. Be honest. Yes. And um, be open. Yeah. Yep. Um, and don't take fine or good for an answer. Yeah. Somebody says, I'm fine. Fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Fine. Really, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Yeah. I think we should eliminate uh, okay. fine from the vocabulary. Right. Yeah. yeah. That is not an acceptable answer to how you doing. Yeah. No, fine is not a good answer. Yeah. Today's a good day. Today's a good day. Yeah. Or today sounds more day. positive. Yeah. Oh, Today's a that. hard day. Yeah. yeah. I've said yeah. that on many occasions recently, yep. like, I don't know how this is going to go today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and that's that's the beauty of relationship. Um, that's the beauty of community. When we provide that safe space for one another, we're able to, when one of us is weak, you know, somebody can help him up, you know, yeah. that's scriptural. I think it's in Ecclesiastes when one falls down, there's somebody there mm-hmm. to help him up. And really, that's what we want for you. We want mm-hmm. you to build healthy community, a place where you can grow and thrive and put down roots and uh, support your friends and be supported by people. And that only comes in relationships that are sometimes messy. So don't be afraid of that. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments, your advice about how to build relationships and cure this loneliness epidemic. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. You can also get in touch on the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk Facebook page. You can also get in touch on the Public Girl Talk Facebook page. However you choose, we do a little happy dance whenever we hear from you. And so get in touch however you want to. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast so you don't have to miss any of the episodes. They'll come straight to your phone whenever they're available. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. Girl Talk.